Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. This is Digger and Two Guns News and Views. And today's a special show for me. Because we are actually going to cover No Limit albums. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that I can say is, for those who actually know me, know I am a No Limit fan. They know, they know that every Halloween, I pull out my two No Limit tanks, and I'm either C-Murder, Silk the Shocker, or Master P for Halloween. Except last year, I went as Drake. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't know that. So, but my big infatuation with No Limit actually came from the um, believe it or not, the Ice Cream Man album. So, I started No Limit in the middle of their tenure. And what year was that? Um, Ice Cream Man came out in um, oh, excuse me, 1996. No, 96. Okay, yeah, that's the first No Limit album that um, I got into. So, like, I don't want to go on all day about No Limit because No Limit has 75 albums, and which is fitting because this is our 75th show tonight. Mm. So a lot of people don't know that either. So we're celebrating 75 tonight as well. But, you know, do you have any questions for me about No Limit before I go on to the Essential No Limit albums? Mm. Not really. Well, you can say what you know. You say what got you into it. Like, what was it about? Ice what cream was man? it about it that made it stick? Yeah, what it you know? I what made say, it stick out more than anything else at the time. Ice cream man. When I first heard the song, was very bass heavy. And mm-hmm. this is back when we remember those Sony um, flip around headphones that you know mm-hmm. had like the super bass. Yeah, I was listening to the top nine at nine, which was something big on Z ninety three. In Charleston, South Carolina. Big shout out to Charleston. Z93 had Z- this thing called... Jam. Yeah, they had this thing called the Top 9 at 9. At 9 o'clock, they would play nine songs in sequence from number 9 to number 1 to just play the top nine songs in the area at the time. <clears throat> and Ice Cream Man debuted at number 8. Never went to number 1, though. It got to number 2 at the highest. <clears throat> But Ice Cream Man debuted at number eight, and I still remember hearing the ice cream bell at the beginning. I'm like, this is whack. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. then, you know how Master P goes, Ice Cream Man. And then the bass hits. Yeah. And um, I remember hearing, like, okay, maybe I prejudged the song because of the ice cream bell. And I didn't know that Ice Cream Man was actually your neighborhood drug dealer. Mm-hmm. He had that ice cream. He had that candy for you. You know what I mean? So, and this is no lie. I, you know, I wasn't always a street kid. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I grew up in the suburbs, right? Grew up in the suburbs. Mom and dad had, you know, moderate jobs. But I was in summer school that year. And, you know, we were listening to music in the class. And a dude came up to me and said, hey, do you know what an ice cream man is? Does your neighborhood have an ice cream man? I said, oh, yeah. He drives a truck, this, that, and the third. And he started laughing. He goes, nah, fool, ice cream man is the drug man, the drug dealer. I was like, what? 
He goes, how are you going to listen to a song you don't even know what it's about? And then when you start listening to it, you're just like, oh. He's using that as a metaphor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, actually, that's where I want to actually start in. No, better yet, let me start in 1994 because No Limit has been around since 1991. But their first several CDs, I'm I'm not going to sit there and lie, weren't great. You know, you had Mama's Bad Boy, Get Away Clean, TRU, Who's the Killer. A lot of those albums weren't great. As a matter of fact, all of those, all of those, yes, Sonya C, all of those albums weren't great. But the first real good CD that um, No Limit had was in 1994, and that's The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me, which is P's third album. A lot of people think that's his first album, but that was his first one with a, a major label backing. Because yeah. um, Dick, you remember Dick Griffey, who managed R&B singers, had Solar Records. Mm-hmm. Signed Master P, you know, to a three-album <clears throat> contract. And in those three-album contracts, more well, in those three albums, he released, you know, West Coast Bad Boys Volume 1, The West Coast Bad Boys High for Christmas, and then The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me. Well, The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me came first. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I put The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me as an essential No Limit album the 1994 version, let's say that. The 1994 version of that album was P really coming into his own because his first several CDs, you couldn't tell if he was Southern, you couldn't tell if he was a West Coast artist. You really couldn't tell. Because mm-hmm. he had a thick-ass draw, but, you know, he was talking <clears throat> about six fours and shit like that. Well, when he came out, he was more so a West Coast artist because that's where, right. the, the, you know, he was living there. Right. So, 1995, he released 99 Ways to Die, which is an essential No Limit album. And I still remember seeing a commercial from Rap City on, you know, on that album. It wasn't enough to make me want to go buy the album. Like I said, I had to check out Masterpiece Music backwards. And they released the TRU True album, which is TRU's first real album. And that's mm-hmm. No Limit albums. That's No Limit's first album to certify, which that certified gold in 1996, even though it came out in 95. 1996, they, No Limit released four albums, two of worth mentioning. Master P released The Ice Cream Man, which we got into earlier, you know, in topic. The Ice Cream Man was his departure from the West Coast back down south, in my opinion. Because it still had a lot of those West Coast elements with the funk samples and stuff like that. But you could tell he was hiring, you know, his production crew, which later became Beats by the Pal. So, and album number two mentioned was Silk the Shockers the Shocker. And this is the only album where Silk actually rhymed on beat. Shout out to Silk. Shout out to Silk. 1997 was the, I call the major breakout year for No Limit because the first notable release in 97 was TRU's True to the Game. That's, I got, that's one of my favorite joints. And TRU's True to the Game is in my top 20 favorite CDs of all time. And what I actually liked about TRU's True to the Game, it was a double disc with very little filler. Very little. And there's a deluxe edition that had um as 
a track that was on disc one. So that was removed after the um that was removed after the album went gold because the sample was never cleared. <clears throat> so in order to prevent a lawsuit, they removed the track after they got a cease and desist. <clears throat> a lot of people don't know that either. So from True to the Game, Mia X released her sophomore album, Unladylike. After that, Mr. Servon released Life Insurance. And then comes No Limits' magnum opus. Master P released his sixth CD with Ghetto D. A.K.A. Ghetto Dope. Ghetto Dope. And for those who actually got a chance to see the original album cover, it was a dope fiend smoking a crack pipe. But his crack was music. It was No Limit music. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the smoke, it was all No Limit album covers blended, you know, in the, in the smoke. Yeah, that was also the advertisement in the magazines, too. Correct. Yeah, the Source magazine. A dope fiend sitting on the corner. In a hospital uniform at that. <laughs> and that was actually a No Limit... Uh, yeah, it was either an artist or somebody who worked for the company. Um, um, Tavester Scott. Mm. So, Tavester Scott was one of P's bodyguards. Put a little makeup on him. All right, so the last release that No Limit released in 1997 was Mystical's Unpredictable. And that's No Limit's album, first album to go multi-platinum. Because remember, Ghetto D didn't go triple platinum until after Mystical went double. Mm-hmm. So Unpredictable came out two weeks after Ghetto D, and that sold quick. And this is when I say No Limit began picking up steam. So in 1998, I'm not going to, like I said, 1998, they released 23 albums. I'm only going to talk about the essential ones. But let me ask your opinion on something first, Two Gun. What's that? Would you consider Young Blood's My Balls and My Word to be an essential No Limit album? If so, why? <clears throat> Just because he was so much different from a lot of stuff that you was hearing, voice wise, flow wise. Right. You know it. Uh, he had a real New Orleans jaw. Oh my God, did he ever. You know? And it was good so, to listen to. So, yeah, you would consider that an essential. I didn't want to know if I wanted to Definitely. mention it or not. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. So, the second essential CD that they can tell you. To the South, period. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The second album that they released that was essential in 98 was Silk the Shockers Charter to the Game. Which, need I say more? After Silk the Shocker, three weeks later, Life or Death came out. Mr. Servon? No, Life or or Death was Sea Murder. Murder. Ah, God, I didn't even mention um, Life Insurance in 97. You always talk about that. I was about to say, Life Insurance is a CD that I covered many times. Yeah. So, for those who heard the show, if I did skip it, you've heard it on so many different episodes. So number six, um, I'm not number six, but um, still in 1998, there's one in every family was released by Fiend. Now that's his No Limit debut. Mm-hmm. So after that was Soldier Slim's Give It to Him Raw. Then MP The Last Dawn. What a lot of people don't know about MP The Last Dawn is it sold almost two million copies 
its first week. And it, and it had a, a movie to coincide with it. The movie was terrible, though. <laughs> Very. So after that was Cain and Abel, Am I My Brother's Keeper? And then Max Shellshocked. I won't cover Snoop's album because Snoop's album, in my opinion, his first, well, his, I beg your pardon, his first No Limit album was nothing to even write home about. It wasn't bad. Then after that, Mia X released Mama Drama. Mm-hmm. They, they closed the year with another mystical album, and that was Ghetto Fabulous. 1999, even though I love No Limit, I will say 1999 began to decline. Because they opened the year out with another Silk album with Made Man. Mm-hmm. Mr. Servon releases his sophomore album, The Next Level. Sea Murder releases his third album with Bossolini. Snoop Dogg released his first true West Coast No Limit album with um, No Limit Top Dog. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you had Mercedes with Rear End, which for those who know No Limit history, Rear End was advertised since 1990... What was it? 96 with the Ice Cream Man. And for those who listen to the show, y'all know how I feel about Mercedes. Absolutely. Raquel Miller. But um, that CD was released in 96. So you had to wait on that CD for three years. And her album cover was plastered in every No Limit you know, release. But the real question was, was it worth the wait? And in my opinion, yes, but no. I expected a little bit more, but it had some hits on there. That's why it's an essential No Limit album. And it's essential because of the album cover. Let's just keep it real. Pretty much. And I'd give it to her, bro. So. <laughs> so, Mac released his sophomore album with World War Three, And Master P closed the year out with Only God Can Judge Me. It wasn't In that great. It it wasn't that great, but it's an essential No Limit album because that was his announcement back from retirement. Mm-hmm. It still went gold in one week. So, but um, in 2000, No Limit only released five albums and the only one worth mentioning is The Last Meal by Snoop Dogg. Mm. Which was his last album on that label. Last album on No Limit, correct. In 2001, No Limit released six CDs, and the only one mentioning worth mentioning is Lil Romeo's debut. Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, yeah, like I said, they had a decline after 99. But I don't think you even should have mentioned nothing out of that year. Um, I, I will say Lil Romeo's album wasn't bad because, wasn't. honestly speaking, it wasn't bad because it catered to a different audience. Yeah, but we were already 18, 17, 18 at the time. Like, that was nothing. Right. We were 19. Yeah. We were 19, dog. <laughs> like, and honestly. And what, year? what year was that? Um, that he released um, the Little Romeo album 2001. We were 19. I was 18. No, yeah, 19, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were 19. Depending on when, when it was released. Um, I think it was released in... I was in Job Corps when it was released. Let me get the um, exact release date on that. Yeah, July 3rd. Yeah, I was still 18. 
Yeah, I was 19 already. So, um, and honestly speaking, after, you know, the Lil' Romeo album, they really didn't have anything, you know, any hits, excuse me, until 2004 with Masterpiece Good Side, Bad Side. Mm-hmm. And after that, everything else was, you know, the best of scene already, the best. Wobble Wobble came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. That was on the um, 504 Boy album's Goodfellas. But mm-hmm. I don't call that an essential No Limit album because when you look at the album, over half of the songs were released on other albums. Like that had, I can tell that was released on Mercedes Rear End. They had a song called Beefing that was by Mac that was originally called Best Friends on um, World War Three. Then they had a song called um, Soldier that was released by uh, Magic that was called No Limit on you know, the White Eyes album. You didn't so, um, put any Magic albums up there? I didn't put any Magic albums up there. Even though I love Magic, Magic didn't have an essential No Limit album. Okay. So, like, Steady Mob and Big Ed. Big Ed didn't have an essential No Limit album. He's been on the tank since day one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't mention Soldier Slim's second album. I didn't mention me as his first album. Because, you know, when you talk about essential albums, just like Wu-Tang last night, even though it hurts to exclude some albums, when you want people to listen to No Limit and get a good grasp of what the label was, who the label had, the CDs that I named are the ones that's worth mentioning. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so if you're talking about somebody with new ears, what are the top five you want them to go check out? Okay, the top five, true to the game, hands down. Mm-hmm. I want you to check out True to the Game. Mm-hmm. I want you to check out Ghetto D. Mm-hmm. MP The Last Dawn. Take that one off. You said take that one off? Yeah. Why would you take that one off? I would say uh, I would put Mia X up there. No, Mia X Unladylike was the um, how I was going to close it. Well, unpredictable. Ooh, that's hard. You got to, because he is one of the main reasons that brought them kind of started. Uh, but you know, one album that I failed to mention, and I don't want to mention it because we've talked about it before. What's that? Is the I'm About It soundtrack. They, well, there you go. That's something else that you would say that's essential. It, it is essential, but we've covered that album like three times on the show. Yeah, but just like only built for cubulates, you can't do it without it. You can't go without it. I'm about it for um for those who listen to the show. I'm about it is my second favorite soundtrack of all time. So, I'm about it is worth mentioning, and I can't round that out in the essentials though. I you think know, you should must have. The must-have albums, the five must-have albums, I can't put on about it in there. And that's just my personal preference. And the reason why I can't is because you had songs from Brother Lynch Hung. You had songs from Sebo on there. You had songs from 8-Ball, MJG, and UGK. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, people who weren't on the label. So, I can't can't put that as an essential no-limit album, you know, to have. Because if that was was the case, I would have put West Coast Bad Boys Volume 2 on there. Because mm-hmm. that's my favorite No Limit compilation. So I would say Ghetto D. Can't take Ghetto D off. 
TRU's true to the game. I would take Silk the Shocker charge to the game off now. Yes, please do. All right, so I only got two, and that's Ghetto D and True to the Game. Let's put me X's unlady, um, um, me X's unladylike, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Now we need one more for five. I'm gonna say you should put. That's hard, is it? <laughs> we round that off with. Yeah. I don't want to put ice. I don't want to put ice cream on there. Um, ice cream. I say Mac. Mac, which one? Shell shocked or World War Three? World War Three. Mm, can't do it. No, because that's when people started leaving the tank. So they were yeah, really but struggling. You know, these are for New Year's though, and now that was a dope album. I mean, for New Year's, if that's the case, I would put um, what's it called Can Enable My Bro- M- and my my brother's keeper on there. There you go, then. And the reason that why we put Cain and Abel everybody. And the, the reason why we put Cain and Abel and my brother and my my brother's keeper on there, it was twenty three whole songs, mm. no skit, no nothing, and it featured every soldier with the exception of Skullduggery, who does not need any mentioning, who at all. need not be mentioned at all. I'm surprised you didn't put Sons of Funk on there. I wouldn't know. Because <laughs> Sons of Funk only had one good song. And that's pushing yeah. inside you. Their album was a fucking failure. Very much. And, you know, me being a No Limit fan, saying that they had an album that was a failure, it's rough for me. You know what I mean? It happens. So. But, um, that concludes my... That 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 concludes the essential no limit. Now let's get back to us having our seventy fifth show. Like seventy five. I'm, I'm amazed that seventy five came so quick. Because when you think about it, we just did fifty. Yeah. We just <clears throat> did fifty. Like. And I have nobody to thank but the fans because even on our Wu-Tang Wednesday show from yesterday, we still got 800. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, a lot of people ain't got love for the Wu. Oh, it was only 800 for that one? It was only 800. It stalled out at like um, 870. So a little bad. under 900. Ain't bad. You know what I mean? But the reason why we do this is for y'all. Because this is just me and Two Gun bullshitting around talking and just inviting y'all into the conversation. No eavesdropping. Exactly. So, I mean, thank you guys. So, damn, we can close it on that note, can we not? Yeah, pretty much. Again, thank you, listeners. This is Show 75, and we appreciate every damn one of you. How to find us on social media at 2 underscore gun underscore Tony. That's on IG. My IG is at Digger2K6. If you have questions, you can either leave a message on Anchor for those who have the app, 
if you can't leave a message on Anchor, if you listen to this on any kind of podcast or anything, feel free to message us on our respective Instagrams. Did you get any interesting messages last night or this morning? I didn't. It's like I said, that's why I was like, damn, they must not really be feeling the woo like we are. And yeah, it was woo Wednesday. And it was woo Wednesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it is what it is. I thought it was a damn good show. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just the subject matter. For those who don't like the woo, man, fuck y'all. Yeah, I'm saying it's for the children. Absolutely. And I so, still want um, everybody to, to go check out Buddy Bambada. He got a new album dropping October 28th called Buddy for Hire. Hey. We need him on the be, show to, yo, we need him on the show to promote his shit too. Yeah, he's gonna be on the show real soon. He got he's doing a lot, doing recording, doing a lot of live shows. All right. You know, setting up for uh South by Southwest that's coming up. Hey. You know, a lot of good shit is coming. So big shout out to Buddy doing big things, man. Also, number 36 like, uh, South Carolina top 100 hey also um what was I about to say damn it big shout out to unsat sports who just got their um I think they just got their Apple podcast um up and running and that's UNSAT unsat sports. And that's the Deer Hunter and Ray P. Oh, if you want to know the meaning of what unsat means, they talk about it on their first show on Anchor. Okay, I got to go listen to it. Yeah, unsat sports. Where their first guest host was none other than the White Girl Slayer. So, if you support the White Girl Slayer and what he's doing, support unsat sports, please. (laughs) It's so weird. Well, Eric, yeah, if you support the white girl slayer and what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I support it. Definitely. Word, two gun. You got some closing words for me, homie? No, nah, not really. Same as usual. You know, wash your ass and all that good shit. Mine is thank you very much for your listens. Y'all go check out those no limited Wu Tang gums that we talked about the last two days. Be sure to check that out. And it's just, it's sad that no limit, no no limit artist has an essentials collection. Yeah, that's this. But yeah, I will say, I will say this. I will give you all No Limit's greatest hits. There is the best of Master P, the best of C Murder, the best of Silk the Shocker, and oddly, the best of Fiend. Yeah. Mia X got one too, right? No, she doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't? Okay. And Mia she X should. had three albums. And they were all dope. Oh, every single one of them. She got probably got the best catalog out of anybody on that label. Um, uh, I'd say yeah. Definitely the most talented. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that fully. But 
ladies and gentlemen, like I said, check out Unsat Sports. That's the Deer Hunter and Ray P. They should be on a show coming soon. Buddy Bambata should be on the show coming soon. And name the album again. A Buddy for Hire. One more time. A Buddy for Hire. Coming out October 28th. October 28th. Correct, correct. Be sure to support our people. Other than yep. that, two gun. Nigga, your shirt looks like a dish rag. Nigga, your shirt looks like a turd. I'll holler at you, bro. Okay, peace. All right, later.